Hi, it's Liam here, and I'm really excited to be here with uh, Jenny Makakos, who is the uh, Minister for Children and Families in the Victorian go- Government. Uh, Minister, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liam. It's a pleasure to be with you on your program. We really appreciate you joining us. So um, we might start, uh, Minister, with, I think we... Uh, over to the January period where we weren't recording shows, we, we heard some comments on early childhood from an illustrious uh, senator in the Australian senator, David Lionhelm, who had some um, not-so-fantastic comments about early childhood educators. And um, one of the reasons we're particularly excited to speak to you is you were um, one, of the, one of the very few that uh, in the sort of political arena who came out quite strongly and, and said that wasn't okay. Um, is it, was there a particular reason you felt the need to come out and be quite public about that? Look, I was absolutely appalled with uh, that senator's comment. Um, as Minister um, with the Responsibility for Early Childhood Education in Victoria, I feel really passionately that we need to uh, lift um, the community's understanding and recognition of the important role that our early childhood professionals play and the importance of early childhood education. So to have him come out and effectively uh, belittle the work that professionals do, the importance of early childhood education um, was very disappointing to me and I think it's important to uh, challenge those views when they are put. Uh, so I was um, you know, very happy in social media to uh, be critical of, of his comments and I think it's important that we continue to uh, challenge those views when they are put because they do demonstrate uh, complete ignorance um, of all the research that shows um, the enormous contribution that um, a child's participation in early childhood services can make to their educational outcomes. Yeah, that's right. They're very important roles. So, I mean, and you're obviously operating in the Victorian state area, and I'd, I'd like to talk a bit about that specifically. But what's your sort of view at a federal level? So, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of big advocates at the show and investment and um, the, and the rights of children and families to access early childhood education. Are you do you do you think that you know Senator Lionhelms is a big outlier, or are you worried that there's a lot of work we've got to do as advocates to to change the mind of politicians at the national level? Uh, look, I think that um, you, you can't take um, that support for granted. I think it's really important that uh, those professionals who work in the sector, but also the community more broadly, uh, continue to advocate um, the cause of the importance of early childhood education. I am concerned uh, by uh, winding back of support from the uh, federal government. Um, there's two things uh, afoot at the moment. Uh, one is the ongoing uncertainty about the continuation of funding for the 15 hours of kindergarten. Um, we at a state level contribute funding for 10 hours and the federal government um, contributes the other five hours and that's been the case now for about nine years since we've had a, a national partnership agreement um, that was uh, signed up to deliver you know, greater kindergarten participation and, and better outcomes for children participating in that vital preschool year. Uh, but that national partnership agreement is ending uh, this year. So this may well be, sadly, the last year that we have 15 hours of kinder funding, uh, preschool funding in this country. And that's a great concern to me. And we've launched uh, this week uh, a campaign in Victoria um, together with um, both the service providers and, and uh, union and the union to advocate to the federal government about the, um, the importance of maintaining their investment 
in the 15 hours. Um, the other issue, of course, that's uh, underway at the moment is the continued uncertainty about the childcare changes and the legislative proposals that the federal government is proposing. Uh, the concerns that I have relate to um, making it harder for disadvantaged families to continue to access the childcare benefit um, and, the, um, and, and the restrictions that they might put around access and, and having it predicated on uh, workforce participation. So there are a couple of really big issues um, underway at the moment um, which really should galvanise all of us, in, the, in those who are working in the sector, parents and the community more broadly to do, I think, uh, a bit of advocacy. Yes, and and, and so on the show, myself, uh, Leanne and Lisa have been very uh, vocal about our uh, dislike of the Jobs for Families package as the, um, the the government's plan reforms in that area are called. Now, um, the the one of the big complications in early childhood policy in Australia is the the interplay between the federal and state um, uh, areas. Uh, so, but and. Are you hoping, so obviously, the, the, the absolutely right, those two big issues, the Jobs for Families package and the potential ending of the National Partnership Agreement, are you hoping to work closely with your colleagues in the other states and territories to um, to sort of, I guess, push the government to put the money where the mouth is? There's a lot of talk about investment and the importance of early interve- intervention, while at the same time, you're absolutely right, they're, 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 all of their policy plans are to, to reduce the ability of children, particularly from vulnerable circumstances, uh, to act. Are you hoping there'll be a push from the states and territories against that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I have spoken with my other state counterparts uh, on numerous occasions about this issue. Uh, I think that there is um, uh, some unanimity in, in terms of our views around this issue and, and I certainly would be looking forward to working with um, my state counterparts right around the country around this issue. Um, you know, the last thing we need in this country is to be winding back children's access to early childhood education. Um, you know, there is a lot more the federal government should be doing to increasing participation. If you look at where we rank as a nation uh, across the OECD, we compare very poorly. Um, we've had the federal minister for education talking uh, very recently about going back to basics um, in early childhood education, but I'd say. Um, the, the basics is preschool education. Um, you know, if you're taking away federal funding from preschool education, um, you're just going to further um, entrench disadvantage as children go on unprepared um, for school. So, um, you know, they do need to put the money where their mouth is. They've had a lot to, to say about these issues in terms of um, wanting better outcomes, but they can only achieve that with. Um, with more investment. So we are facing the very real possibility of losing that federal funding for 15 hours. That would be a really retrograde step. We've got about 320,000 children who've just started preschool education this week right around Australia. Um, That's the number of children who will miss out on that funding uh, next year uh, and in years to come. Uh, I want to end the short term. You know, we've had um, short-term agreements. I want to end that. We need to have ongoing funding. We need to have a commitment at a national level to drive um, better outcomes for children in education, and that's got to start with the early years. And particularly for Victoria, one of the um, I, from from my sort of faraway perspective in the ACT, one of the successes is the 
uh, Koori preschools in Victoria. Um, and I know there's been uh, there were some announcements from you uh, last year about some additional funding at a state level for more um, evidence-based strategies and early intervention. I think one of the big problems I and my colleagues had with the, the Jobs for Families package is the um, the winding down of the budget-based funding to child and family centres, yeah, um, which yeah. um, won't necessarily specifically affect the Koori preschools, so there might be some overlap. But um, given what we know about the you know the the pretty appalling results for children in the, in the closing the gap. Um, space and the need to um, for the the children that most need to access early childhood education are the ones who often find it the most difficult and need the most uh, barriers taken away. You know, what's your experience in uh, you know as, as um, the minister for children and families, Victoria, with the, the how important are those Koori preschools to 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 closing the gap for you? Um, look, that's absolutely critical to me, Liam. Um, I, I want to see every Victorian child participate in early childhood education. Um, I am very conscious of the fact that we do have some groups in the community who are underrepresented, who are missing out on that vital uh, that vital um, critical year of kindergarten, for example. Um, uh, we have had good outcomes in the last year. We've actually... In, um, help to close the gap um, in terms of Aboriginal children participating in um, in the kinder year, uh, but we still have a way to go and I'm really determined to look at you know, further investments and efforts that we can be making uh, around that issue. So just uh, in recent months, I've announced some um, uh, dedicated funding for our um, Aboriginal preschools in Victoria uh, to enable them to um, employ um, other staff like allied health professionals also to come in and work with children that might be on speech pathology for example um, to, they could also use that funding to employ workers to work with parents uh, around other types of services um, and supports that that family might need or we know for example uh, we've got you know a significant overrepresentation uh, with Aboriginal families in terms of um, uh, the propensity of family violence and, and other issues around disadvantage so they can help to link in parents to other relevant services that might be helpful to them. So, um, you know, I think that we have um, a long way to go um, around this issue uh, nationally. Um, it's been really disappointing to see the National Partnership Agreement that existed for Indigenous education uh, end. Um, that, that funding's disappeared and yes, we've also had the changes around um, those budget-based um, uh, centres as well and you know the other changes that will be made uh, pending the um, that federal legislation going through might well impact on these services as well and other disadvantaged children. If that's the last thing we should be doing, we really need some national leadership here from the federal government around these particular issues. Um, and... Obviously, the, the, the early childhood um, is you know, sort of continuing to make the news, either for good or bad reasons, like with our friend um, Senator Lionhelm and the, the, the sort of pressure on fees, but also growing recognition about the importance of uh, early childhood education. Um, you know, in your, in your role as the, as, the, as the Minister in Victoria, how are you, you, know, you, how are you sort of thinking and hoping to, to sort of um, sustain uh, the, you know, the the interest of the Victorian government as well as the federal government and their, their ongoing commitment to early childhood education? Uh, well, our government will be releasing um, our early years reform plan uh, later this year. Um, 
we are committed to making Victoria the education state and that's um, going to involve um, all parts of our education system. We've already put in significant reforms and additional investment uh, into our schools and our TAFE sector um, and we have started the reform work that needs to happen in terms of our early years education system as well. So I certainly look forward to having more to say um, in, in, uh, in coming weeks and months about um, our support for early childhood education. But already um, we've had uh, in the last year some significant changes. Um, we have uh, committed um, a very significant amount of money to introducing um, the new ratios in our preschools um, that started uh, last year. Um, all of our kinders are now delivering uh, 15 hours of kinder in Victoria and we've also had a very significant investment of $60 million towards a new infrastructure. But um, as we said really at the outset, this is um, uh, something that has to work in partnership with other levels of government and uh, I do think it is important for uh, the federal government to similarly be making uh, a very um, important investment in early childhood education, whether that's through um, our childcare system, or uh, whether that's through investment in the, the 15 hours of, of preschool funding. Um, and I think we have just seen a lot of rhetoric at this point in time and really uh, a lack of substance. Well, here's to hope that uh, changes in 2017. So, Minister, we really appreciate you sparing uh, the time to come and talk with us today and um, we hope to maybe chat with you again later in the year. Thank you very much. Thanks, Liam. I look forward to speaking to you again. And for anyone who might want to uh, sign the online petition in Victoria urging the Prime Minister to secure ongoing funding, it's at www.thismatters.org.au slash kindercuts. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Minister. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Liam. It. 